The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of Ryan Gapinski and the 5-Minute Frenzy podcast and are not intended to supersede local protocol or medical direction. Hey everyone, welcome back to another 5-Minute Frenzy with Ryan Gapinski. Today we'll be introducing the 5-Minute Frenzy 5-Step Process for Arterial Blood Gas Analysis. Now this is just the tip of the proverbial iceberg, but if this is not a skill that you do on a regular basis, then you've chosen the right podcast. So where do we begin? Let's start at the very beginning, a very good place to start. Thanks, Maria. We cannot discuss aberrancy without first knowing what normal is. So for the purposes of this podcast, at an introductory level, we're only going to be concerned about the normal arterial values for pH, carbon dioxide, and bicarbonate, which are easy to remember if you think about it like this. The normal range for pH is 7.35 to 7.45, and the normal range for arterial carbon dioxide is 35 to 45. It's like a buy one, get one deal on memorization. For bicarbonate, the normal range is 22 to 26. I like to think of it as the perfect age for a bartender in a country bar. After memorizing the normal values, the first step in analyzing an arterial blood gas is to determine the patient's pH. And if the pH is outside of the normal range, to determine if the patient is acidotic or alkalotic. Keep in mind that pH is measured on a negative logarithmic scale that calculates the concentration of hydrogen ions in a liquid. So that means that the more hydrogen ions in a substance, the lower the pH. Also, because it's a logarithmic scale, small changes in pH reflect much greater changes in hydrogen ion concentration. For example, a pH of 4.0 is 10 times more acidic than a pH of 5.0, and 100 times more acidic than a pH of 6.0. Our bodies live in a very narrow margin on the pH scale. As I mentioned before, our normal arterial pH is 7.35 to 7.45. If pH falls below 7.35, we call that acidotic, and if pH is higher than 7.45, we call that alkalotic. Of course, one of the main benefits to knowing how to analyze arterial blood gas is being able to determine why the patient is acidotic or alkalotic. And there are generally two categories for this. It can either be a respiratory problem or a metabolic problem. The second step that I recommend is to look at the bicarbonate level. This is usually labeled as HCO3 on the ABG printout and is typically the third or fourth value from the top. Remember that the normal value here is 22 to 26 milliequivalents per liter. Bicarbonate is the body's way of neutralizing acid. Think of it as the human baking soda. So therefore, the more bicarbonate that's present in the body, the more acid will be neutralized. A bicarbonate of less than 22 will cause the patient to be acidotic, and a bicarbonate of more than 26 will cause the patient to be alkalotic. A derangement in the concentration of bicarbonate ion is a metabolic problem. If you reach back into your memory banks and pull out the carbonic buffer system for just a second, you'll remember that as the level of carbon dioxide in the blood increases, 
the body converts it into carbonic acid and eventually into free hydrogen ions. And you'll remember that pH is an inverse measurement of the concentration of free hydrogen ions. So it stands to reason that as carbon dioxide increases in the blood, the pH decreases and the body becomes more acidotic. The opposite holds true as well. If a patient were to hyperventilate and blow off too much carbon dioxide, you would expect to see the body's pH rise and the patient would become alkalotic. A derangement in the concentration of carbon dioxide is a respiratory problem. After evaluating pH, carbon dioxide, and bicarbonate, the next step is to determine whether the patient's issue is in fact respiratory or metabolic in nature. And to do that, we use the mnemonic ROME, R-O-M-E, which stands for respiratory opposite, metabolic equal. What this means is that if I have a pH that is higher or lower than normal, and my bicarbonate is shifted in the same direction, then this is a metabolic problem. Likewise, if my pH is abnormal, and carbon dioxide levels are shifted in the opposite direction of my pH, then this is a respiratory problem. An example of this would be if I had a pH of 7.5 and a bicarb of 30, that would be metabolic alkalosis. Likewise, a pH of 7.3 and a carbon dioxide of 55 would be a respiratory acidosis. The last step in arterial blood gas analysis is to determine whether or not the patient is compensating for their derangement. As you know, our bodies hate to be outside of a homeostatic range and will do whatever is necessary to return to normal. The respiratory system and the metabolic system work hand in hand to keep the body in that normal window that I mentioned earlier. So when there is a problem with one of these two systems, the other one can pick up some of the slack. This does not happen instantaneously, so you may or may not see compensation on your patient's ABGs. You may hear the terms partially compensated versus fully compensated. And what that is referring to is whether or not the pH has fully returned to the normal range. But the main thing to note here is whether or not the body has initiated a change in the alternate system. Guys, that's all I have for you today. I hope this was helpful. There are plenty of ABG interpretation worksheets available on Google if you want more practice. Be on the lookout for part two, advanced ABG interpretation in the near future, where we will break down and discuss differentials for each of the derangements. In the meantime, feel free to drop me a line on Twitter, at Ryan Gapinski2, where I always look forward to your questions, comments, concerns, and complaints. 